Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. You've been listening. good bicycle and its components are beautiful things to me. I'm not just talking about appearance, but also how the frame and components show the dreams of those who made them. This bright, cold June Monday morning here in Melbourne as we celebrate Betty Battenberg's birthday and we also concentrate <laughs> on the radio, radio 3CR's 40th anniversary and our Radiothon. Welcome to the Yarrabug Radio Show, a show about bikes. Good morning, Faith. Good morning, Val. Riding bikes. Good morning, Lily. Good morning. Loving bikes. Good morning, Troy. Good morning. There we go. We're all on board. Two tandems racing to the line and a bystander. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're tuned to Radio 3CR on this special occasion. It's our Radiothon show here at um, Yarrabug, and we're going to be talking about new life cycles, and we're going to be touching on a little bit of news and events. But first up, Faith, you're going to... I should remember... Before you remind me, that little quote this morning from was one of uh, a legendary Italian cyclist, Gino Bucciuno. Anyway, your bike moment, Faith. My bike moment. Um, I think my bike moment, I had a lot this weekend. We rode the South Gippsland Rail Trail from Leon Gatha down to Port Welshpool. So that was, uh, we got to Leon Gatha in driving rain. And just as we were dragging the bikes off and putting our raincoats on, it stopped. So, and it didn't rain again for the whole weekend. So, um, yeah, there was one nice moment heading downhill to, with a view of Wilson's Promontory and a black cockatoo flew along the trail down low in front of us with those big yellow spots on his tail. That was pretty nice. Perfect. Troy? 
Well, my bike moment for this week would definitely have to be um, Sarah Hammond. We've probably, oh, probably we've heard about her. News of <laughs> <laughs> so, no, let's do it now. Let's do it now. So, <laughs> so Sarah Hammond um, is just basically taking the adventure bike packing world by storm right now. Well, have um, to, let's back paddle a bit. A lot of people listening won't uh, be aware of the Trans Am um, race going on. Okay, so all the Trans, Trans Am essentially um, runs across America. It's a seven thousand dollar unsupport, um, seven thousand kilometer unsupported race. And um, Sarah just went off from the gun and she got herself about a 100-kilometre lead over the entire field, men and everybody. And, um, and then she, she's, uh, I think, six days in, a little bit of delirium set in and she took a wrong turn and um, ended up having to ride an extra 120 kilometres. But I, I, I'm led to believe that she has regained the lead and, um, and yeah, and she's, she's got us all dumbfounded. Um, we had a great event um, down at the, the Curve headquarters in Northcote on Thursday night, where um, Jesse Carlson, last year's winner, was um, at his like SH banner, you know, strapped to his head, which I pretty much put on with electrical tape, and um, and yeah, so and he he basically commentated the whole evening, and it was was really good. But but um, no, she's superhuman effort. So I, I think SH, so she's got the whole SH thing going on, and I think SH is definitely superhuman. <laughs> There we go. We'll touch on this. Like this is, um, it's interesting. I mean, you mentioned Jesse at the same breath that actually we could have. It's not some Australian lock on this at all, is it? No, but uh, there's some. There's there's something to do with this, um, endurance. In, Endurance, uh, yeah. um, mountain, well, endurance cycling in yeah. in general. Like, I'm I'm a good friend of Jason English's. Yeah. He's got seven world titles now in 24 hour racing. Yeah. Like, it might even be eight. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I I don't know what it is, but maybe we've got a bit more time on our hands, or we're just diligent <laughs> diligent workhorses. I'm not not quite sure, but we're um certainly taking you know we're yeah. yeah um, Ah, uh, Lily, you got a bike moment to share with oh, us? Oh, I'm not sure if you want to hear it. That's all right. I've got a bad one. That's why I'm coming up last. So you'll be all right. Um, my boyfriend and I actually locked our bikes up outside Clifton Hill Station probably about three weeks ago. And um, I actually went there yesterday by uh, accident and noticed that his bike was gone and the, you know, the things uh, snipped. Yeah. But my bike is still there. Uh, so yeah, all, all's good with my bike, but uh, mm-hmm. not too much with my bike. <laughs> no, <laughs> another close brush. Yeah, no, that's a lesson to learn. And, and <laughs> I, I uh, on the way to the station this morning, dropped my son off at uh, Russell Station, where he locked his bike to catch the train into the city with a friend. So I'm hoping it'll still oh, yeah. <laughs> We did give him the good lock. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about a lovely bike moment that happens in a thing I <clears throat> do on a, a Friday at any way a lot of donated bikes come into the place. So this bike came in that obviously somebody spotted and said, it's quite a half-decent bike. I'm not sure somebody, why would somebody be donating this? And then they looked at it and there's a little BMX uh, shop not far away from uh, where we work and they took it up there and uh, the owner looked at it and said, oh, yeah, that's Billy's. It would be great to have it back. So <laughs> the story of the bike stolen and, oh, then, and then returned inside a week, which was quite good with nobody else interfering. <laughs> uh, Faith, we're listening to the 3CR. Why, why, why am I donating the 3CR this year? Well, it's a 3CR radiothon and it's a donations people make during this two weeks period that keeps 3CR on air. 
It's 40 years, as Val mentioned, that 3CR has been on air. Uh, Radical Radio, it's providing voices to people who um, don't get a lot of space in the mainstream media. And I think that's especially true. Well, it's true for every show at 3CR. But, you know, if you enjoy listening to the Yarrabug radio show because you're into bikes, you might have noticed there's not a lot of other radio stations doing a lot of stories about bikes and the way they intersect with people's lives. And it's particularly pertinent with our guests today from New Life Cycle because, as you'll hear, they've sort of made the bike support refugees nexus. So it's another group who the mainstream media often only... Uh, give you certain stories about and so we're really happy to be able to give a voice to another angle on that. <clears throat> if you want to make a donation um, and, you know, if you listen to the show regularly or even just now and then, think about how much that's sort of worth to you to have access to those stories. You can dial 94198377 right now and someone will very kindly take your donation from you across the phone. Or you could also go to the website at 3cr.org.au, make a donation online and make sure you choose the Yarrabug drop-down box so that they know the donation came as a support for this show. We've had one very generous donation already today from Bruce Sutherland who has donated $70 towards 3CR and to help keep the station on air. There we go. Now, a little bit of cycling news before we finish. We should... Um, Chris Froome won the uh, Dolphin. Uh, <coughs> Richie Port came in fourth. Um, Albert Conador, still going along, came in fifth. Do you keep in contact with any? Do you watch any of the athletes on bikes? Absolutely. You do? <coughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, keep a close eye on it. Yeah, Dave, Dave McKenzie was my old coach, so he's he's very much ingrained in the whole road cycling scene. Um, obviously, and when he when he came on board with me, he basically said, "Look, I can't teach you how to ride a bike, but I can get your engine going." And, <laughs> and he certainly did that. So, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Froome. So it looks like a summer coming up in Europe. The other thing to touch on is um, Greens came out this week, um, ramping up uh, a fund for um, transport needs, specifically around bikes. That's the first uh, party to come out with that. Any other news, Faith? I think that's it. I think that's it. We'll be back and we'll be talking about new lifestyle. Faithful Gardeners. The seasons have turned and our annual gardening show Radiothon is fast approaching. It's time to sow the seeds for another productive year of our beloved gardening show. We've got thousands of dollars worth of tools, books, nursery vouchers and subscriptions to reward your generous donations that help us continue to grow each year. So turn on and tune in to Dig Deep and Clean Up on Sunday the 26th of June between 7.30 and 10am. Then join us at the station after the show to pick up your prizes, have a cuppa and say good day. And you're back on Radical Radio, listening to Yarrabug 3CR. Here we go. Faith. As we mentioned, we've got Troy and Lily in the studio uh, from New Life Cycle. Lily is also from Lentil as Anything, which I know a lot of our listeners and bike riders will uh, know. Um to talk about a really cool journey Troy's about to set off on. Maybe you'd like to fill us in. 
Yeah, well, New Life Cycle's pretty much a journey. Um, we're going to ride around Australia uh, off-road. Com- I'm going to try and do it predominantly off-road. And the, the backbone of this whole story is just um, to try and raise awareness <clears throat> to the... Um, well, whilst it's going to be a, 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 an amazing adventure and, um, and, you know, openly riding bikes is where, where I'm at my happiest, happiest time. You know, it's my happy place. Um, but there's a there's a big underlining story here. I, I really want to try and raise raise awareness to the um, to the inhumane conditions of the in new offshore detention centres. Um, so by by hoping we can engage the community through through the cycling networks of doing something a tad extreme, um, we've already got really really good support through the cycling cycling fraternity so far. Um, and then hopefully that is, will just spread from from there. I've got a good network in Canberra. Um, got a good friend on the news desk at ABC um, as well up there. So hopefully you know, um, yeah, I try not to get too political, but I, it's it's hard not to with this issue. So um, you know, sure we've stopped the boats. You know, um, you know, so people aren't dying at sea. But what about the two thousand people that we've still got locked up there? I, I feel like they're our responsibility now. Um, you know, they're all become very mentally unwell. Um, so I can't see why we can't take care of them. We, we're the ones that locked them up. So, so that that's the first and foremost. Um, and yeah, I'm going to ride around Australia. I'm going to do twenty odd thousand kilometres, and I'll be back by Christmas. That's you know, 100, 150 kilometres a day. Um, which it's pretty much equivalent to about 300 kilometres a day on the bike. Um, and my dog Chloe's going to do a lot of the journey with me too, so she won't run all the way to all those animal activists out there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so – but she loves running on the trails as well, so we'll spend a couple of, da- a couple of hours a day on the, tr- on the trails together and then I'll, I'll do the rest on my own. And also invite in, anybody that wants to come along and wants ride, join ride with me and join yep. with us. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a section on the website. I'll hit us up on – facebook or instagram and um yeah um love to love to get the inside because um especially with mountain biking there's a lot of trail ferries out there and that's where you get the get to see the good trails so um yeah so um show us the way guys and gals so supported unsupported you the bike and the dog yeah so at at the moment um it's pretty much been at at the at the moment we're sitting and sitting at me self-funding it um I've got some some bike sponsorship, um, which is on a handshake at the moment, but they're they're reliable, so I'm sure that will come through. Um, I've got enough equipment to do it, but I really wanted to use their networks as well. I think that's the important the important thing here. And if something breaks or or whatever, we've, we're going to have support um, around the way. But at this stage, all the money in our in our possible crowdfunding page is pretty much stuff that I've um, sold. Um, you know, and we ran a little event last weekend, and we've had a few donations through there. But, but essentially, we've still got about five and a half thousand dollars to go to hit our pledge. And um, and I, I thought it was supposed to be. I need to talk to the possible guys on on Tuesday. But um, I thought we had till the weekend to make that. But um, I think we've only got three or four days to to get that. So um, so if there's some people out there that would like to support us, um, that would be fantastic. Um. Yeah, we need to. We really need to hit that mark, and then that'll. And ideally, I was I was looking for corporate sponsorship, so we didn't have to dig into that fund, and we could give that that money to the um to the people to the asylum seekers and the refugees that actually need it. Um, we've got lots of good support through the um through the refugee networks as well. Uh, Refugee Council of Australia have invited us to leave from Fe- Federation Square on Sunday as part of their event. 
where Cat Empire are playing and all sorts of stuff. So that should be a really good event. Kicks off at three o'clock, goes through from three till eight on um, from Fed Square. Um, even the, there's a Dirty Deed Cycle Cross event out at Darabin Parklands next weekend. They've invited us to um, to to take off from there as well. So um, so yeah, next Sunday should be a should be a really good day. So keep keep your diaries open, guys and gals. <laughs> yeah. And which way are you heading? Like if, pe- if there are people along the route who are thinking I could do something to do some fundraising towards this, which, which way are you heading first? So the, the, original, the original route well, was going to try and follow the BNT trail as, as um, much as possible. With all the, the recent snow and rain that we've had, um, getting through the mountains <clears throat> is going to, be, going to be a tough ask. So, um, so I'll skirt around, <clears throat> skirt around the... Um, the, the west side of the mountains, so I'll, I'll stop into um, to Marysville and then get around to um, Mansfield to Bright to Mount Beauty and then probably head back out towards Beechworth, good, good, good networks in Beechworth, up to Wangaratta and then head up towards Canberra from there. And, um, and then we'll try and link back up to the Southern Highlands and through the, um, through the Blue Mountains um, and... Uh, we've been invited to to stop in at Sydney at the um, the Rafa headquarters, so they're going to hold a bit of an event for us up there too, which is which is great. And then um and and hopefully by then the the weather should have settled down a bit and we can get back onto the the old bicentennial national trail. Uh-huh. So, and Lily, so you have a, a story that um just sort of brings this big idea right down to something that's very local and very real. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, um, so I am a volunteer at Lentils. I have been for the last year and I've been working closely with a friend of mine, Kalai. And about a week and a half ago, well, before before a week and a half ago, he was told by immigration that he was going to be deported. And so it was a big shock to us and we all really didn't believe it. We didn't want to believe it. And about a, a week and a half ago, he was taken into deten- detention. It's a really hard matter to talk yeah. about. But, um, you know, it's really serious and he's in so much danger, you know, back where he, he is from. His people smuggler is now a member of the government. Um, so we're all really worried and scared for him. But, um, I mean, luckily we can, you know, go and visit him at Mitre Detention Centre in Broadmeadows. And it's just, it's just insane. You know, he's done more than 6,000 hours voluntarily in that kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's such a beautiful human being and it's just really hard because now I personally know someone who's being affected because they've tried to seek refuge. Yeah, You know, we all seek refuge from something. Yeah, and it shows that whole very arbitrary nature of the process and, and, and the he way it just seems targeted. to be. He's being targeted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And a valuable, sorry, and just a, such a valuable member of the community, mm. just being, just being pretty much dragged off, wasn't he, Lily? Yeah, like no, that's exactly how it happened. So inhumane, what's going on? I just, I just, I can't fathom it. I've, yeah, so I've, that's why I've done what I've done. Yeah, uh, you know, when yeah. I heard they spent ten million dollars on border control uniforms, that's right. <laughs> that's where I drew the line. I'm like, right, I'm selling everything. Stuff this. Yeah. We've got a, um, you know. The election's coming up, and it always reminds people we've had this bi- bipartisan idea that we're in fortress Australia, and we play to a domestic argument and say that we will, de- as John Howard said, we will decide who comes in and who doesn't. 
when Kim Besley said he would do the same thing to the Tampa that John Howard did. That was where we've just stuck in this from then till now. Mm. Now, actually, you're right. We have factories for producing mental illness and discouraging and ruining people's lives. Yeah. And we stand by and do nothing. We, we seriously... It has not even come up in this election yet. We know? need to go back to a Malcolm Fraser. Oh, mental, yeah. You know? Anyhow. Like, yeah. And, yeah, it gets to a much, much bigger and higher level too. You know, you've got these big corporations that have just got such control, you know, and pharmacology and and all that sort of stuff. It's just, yeah, it's not right. And I should say Radio 3CR, a lot of the strong unions here in Melbourne, a lot of the churches in Melbourne, I can think particularly of Anglicare and a few others, there has always been a groundswell of people who are prepared to step up, raise funds, look after asylum mm. seekers. I'm not, you know, we can't discount that. I've had uh, uh, Jeff Lowther, who was in here, an elderly bus driver, who decided that all those Afghani blokes who were living up in this area who couldn't get to work needed bikes. In the space of four years, I think he gave away mm. something like 900 bikes. Wow. And one of the uh, Hazari boys then learnt to fix them up and kept them going and giving them away to more people. There's still this really strong community idea that we can help these people and we welcome these people, but we've got this other thing on our back that just makes us hang our heads in shame. And that's, I think, where it is important, these sorts of trips like the one you're planning, we're just raising that awareness, continually making the noise about yeah. it and uh, getting out there and doing that. So if there's someone who does want to follow your trip or get in touch with you about any sort of support um, or using your trip to raise more awareness and make more noise, what's the best way? You mentioned you have a website. Yep, so we've got a yeah, newlifecycle.org.au. Uh, if you Google New Life Cycle, you'll find a motorcycle recycler in Canada. He's got a, <laughs> got a slightly better reach than us at the moment, but make sure you put the, the .org.au in there. And we've also got a, um, a not-for-profit um, Facebook page up as well. Um, and also, and if, you've, um, if you're into photographs, I've also got a, um, which is one of my passions, so I've got an Instagram, uh, New Life Cycle Instagram site up as well. Um, so they're the, they're the three main ports of call. Um, we do have a YouTube channel which we aim to um, aim to have nice and regular updates on that as well, um, which would be you know part of the support crews that we've got. So um, yeah, I've got a good team around us so far. Um, yeah, so and we've set up the not for profit organisation now. We're um, actually a registered charity, which was which was a lot of work. So um, thank you very much, Steph Clark, for that amazing effort. Pretty much did that for. Basically nothing. All the work that she put into that was just absolutely amazing. So the secretary and treasurer of New Life Cycle—they're the—they're the nuts and bolts of this whole the whole thing. Sure, I thought of the idea, but um, but yeah, without that team around us, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now the important question, Troy. Chloe the dog. How old? She's two and a half. She'll be three in August. Yeah, puppy still. Yeah. yeah. Has she has she got little boots? Does she wear boots? Yeah, we're working on a sponsor. We're working on, <laughs> on a sponsorship sponsor. for her at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, apparently roughs are, are pretty good, but um, but at the moment um, her her pads are tough as nails, and um, yeah, she's 
she's a very very accomplished. I trained her up from from a little pup and um, no. and yeah, made sure I didn't over overrun her. So all the hips are good, and she gets lots of hip massages yep. and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but you never get a be- you never get a bigger smile that out of her yeah. when she's the, when she's running on the trails. There so there's yeah. be lots of good footy yeah, yeah. footage of her as well. She can be a role model for you. Uh, she's, yeah. she's the mascot. She gets way more likes than anybody else, that's for sure. Have you got a trailer on the back for it? No, she she doesn't want to get in the trailer. She wants to run. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, we'll be uh, posting links to the New Life Cycle website and other social media sites from the podcast as it goes up. Thanks a lot for coming into the studio. Uh, we do have to remind everyone who's listening that it is the 3CR Radiothon week this week and we do need you to make donations to keep the station on air. You can do that by calling 94198377 and making a donation now or you can go to 3cr.org.au and make a donation and choose the Yarra Bug radio show in the drop-down box to make sure they know that uh, you listen to the show. And we should uh, touch on, Troy touched on uh, Dirty Deeds, yep. their first um, first race next Sunday, Sunday. at yep. Darabin Parklands. If you haven't been along to a local cyclocross meeting, it is well worth getting along to see. Um, what else is on? The other uh, thing coming up is the weekend after is the Melbourne Roubaix. Yep. And on Saturday uh, there is... One of the Squeaky Wheels Westy Women Rides, which involves visiting places that make very sweet pastries in Footscray and Fuel. eating them. Eating yeah. them. So you find that at thesqueakywheel.com.au. And if you haven't got anything to do at about 9 o'clock night and the star and the clouds have left Melbourne, you will see the moon, Jupiter, Mars and Saturn all sitting there high in the northern sky. Pretty spectacular. <laughs> Uh, That's all we have time for today. And as we've already mentioned, but I'll say it once again, it is the 3CR Radiothon and we do need you to support the station and help keep it on air. 40 years of uh, radical radio in Melbourne. And it's at a time where three companies, News Limited, Fairfax Media and APN News and Media, hold approximately 98% of the print media in Australia. And News and Fairfax together hold 88%. So there's not a lot of independent independent media left where you hear the sorts of stories like those we've heard today and you need to support it to keep it on air. So you can do that by calling 9419 or donating at 3cr.org.au. And don't forget, radio stations like 3CR... The history of 3CR is also a history of the social and political movements surrounding us. Our broadcasts have covered the Aboriginal Tent Embassy, the Franklin River Dam protests, the 1998 waterfront dispute, the fight to save the Richmond Secondary College, which is just across the road from me and still going, uh, and the campaign to stop Jabaluka Uranium Mine and hundreds of others. Coming up next is Dirt Radio. Hi, this is Robbie Thorpe here. You know, it's really important to support 3CR's Radiothon this year because we're focusing on the treaty. So when you think of treaty, think of 3CR. And when you want to know what's going on, think of 3CR. Call 9419 8377 
or online at 3cr.org.au. Support 3CR. 40 years of service to the community. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.